Welcome to It All Boils Down to This, the podcast where father and son take the kitchen table arguments and heated discussions from their home directly to yours. Jim and Jack Boyle will explore the world as only they can. We might even let a few guests join the fun. So sit back, choose a side, watch the water temperature rise, and enjoy stimulating generational conversation about sports and life. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 3 of It All Boils Down to This. Uh, Jim Boyle here with Jack Boyle as we uh, get get ready to start our third podcast here in our season. It's been a very interesting uh, last couple of days since we, we met Jack. Um, a lot's happened uh, for um, through baseball and soccer, and Ryder Cup guys were announced today. So uh, real quick, um, you and I spent Friday night at Fenway uh, for Mookie's return. Uh, all excitement. Uh, impressions, what do you think? Um, good to see all the Dodgers fans that were there. Um, yeah, no, it's just, it was good seeing him play again. He reminded us just how good of a baseball player he was, and it's an embarrassment that he's on the Red Sox. That's really all I have to say about the whole Mookie situation. I, there's not much, what, what, what do you want me to say? I'm upset? Yeah, I'm upset. I'll never get over it. He'll come back to Fenway in two years, it'll be the same thing. Question, though, for you, um, do you think what Sean McDonough said on the air was accurate? You know, is there going to regret this trade and sustain on the uh, oh, organization? Yeah. yeah, more four years past. He got a standing ovation at his first at-bat for all three games. Four years after the trade. Yeah, we'll be talking about this trade forever. It's it, it, I grew up, all people talked about was the Babe Ruth trade, the Babe Ruth trade. For 86 years, they talked about the Babe Ruth trade, and the Reds say, go and do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Was, I, agree, I totally agree. There was actually, um, there was a couple things that pissed me off. Number one, they traded him. But then they do the uh, video thing, and they do welcome back 2018 world champions. And it so happens that I'm looking at the scoreboard, and who, who might be my least favorite player from the 2018 team is uh, Ryan Brazier. They, they, they put Ryan Brazier and Mookie together. So they were, they were counting on a, a large standing ovation, a large ovation before they ran that. And then when they ran that, it's sort of like I thought that it was disrespectful of what he accomplished in 2018. Uh, but that's just me, and I've lived through a lot of this crap from these guys. The camera cut to Brazier in the bullpen, and he looked very confused. He, was like, he didn't know if, like, because people were cheering. He's like, I don't get cheered here. I get booed here. And he's, like, kind of gave a little wave, whatever, because <laughs> they were cheering for Mookie. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really care about that as much. Um, it, he, it, he should be a Red Sox, and, and that's the end of that. But just and, and also, we did talk about the MVPs last week. and um, Yes, we did. He's really making a charge, and I think – at the start of Monday morning after the weekend that he had in Fenway and the week he had, because I forget, I don't know who they played before they came to Fenway. They were actually in Cleveland, weren't they? Mookie won Player of the Week, and he is now the odds-on favorite in Vegas to win the National League MVP. Yeah, that's going to be a, an interesting call with because he's going to take votes away from his teammate Freddie Freeman, who was great as well. I mean, that one-two punch for the Dodgers. I mean, we think, why, why are the Red Sox— where they are, and again, even last night with the Red Sox, we'll forget Mookie because I love Mookie and we'll miss him forever. But last night, Cora had nobody in the bullpen. Whose fault is that? Well, I'm yeah, I guess it's the general manager, correct? Yeah, but he it's he didn't have nobody in the bullpen. He chose to have nobody in the bullpen because I think he was trying to send a message that he just doesn't want to be here anymore. Well, I would be very surprised if Alex Cora manages the Red Sox next year. Very uh, surprised. I would, I, I think in a sense that if if the right job comes up, he will go. Um, I wouldn't mind them bumping them up into the um, into a front office job if they have to. Uh, it, it's weird because all I hear for the last three or four weeks is this is the greatest bullpen anybody ever put together. And then we have a sh- we have a game like that, and this Baron Call guy is absolutely horrible. 
And he's trying, and I know that Gore is trying to protect arms. There's no doubt about it. And he probably told the kid, "You're going to live. I'm going to live with you once we got down six or seven runs." But it's just, a, I think it's a fatal flaw in the uh, strategy of our good friend um, uh, Hein Bloom. And and again, Hein Bloom. If you look up Hein Bloom in the dictionary, it translates into, into future. Everything about Hein Bloom is the future, is the future, is the future. But is the future ever going to get here? And and that's really where my biggest concern is. I mentioned that in our first podcast about the always being about the future, but I will defend the bullpen in that it, it's not entirely the bullpen's fault. It's more of the starting pitching's fault and the fact that how much innings the Red Sox have used their bullpen for this year, and and they're fried at this point. So, yeah, hit the nail on the head. They, yeah. they have they have they have they have some good pitchers. If they had the starting rotation that they had in 2018, their bullpen would be fine. Their bullpen would be very good, one of the best in the MLB. It would. Because they wouldn't, they they wouldn't get taxed every night. They would have guys who go five, six innings most nights. You look at that; they had Porcello, Price, Sale, and and um, Erod to start the year, and then they got Eovaldi, who who is another guy who could go five, six innings. All all four of those guys have potential to throw. Maybe not Erod anymore, and definitely not Sale anymore. But those guys had potential to give you two hundred innings. They have nobody even close to two hundred innings on their team this year. Nobody even. I El, think Be- yeah. Bayo maybe yeah. could become that, but even even right. him, he's he's not he's he's not been throwing six innings. But in reality, he actually how, has. How many guys? Ma- how many guys in the major leagues are actually throwing over two hundred innings anyway now? So okay, therefore, yeah, two, it's Paxton. Fine, we'll go one hundred and eighty. Therefore, they don't have anyone close to one hundred and eighty. Okay, What's I agree. Paxton going to finish with Paxton was hurt. So. Yeah, but I agree that they're 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 your bullpen has to be good and it will get taxed the way they play baseball now. So. You know, now is it? Does that mean you need to have fifteen guys in the bullpen and nine guys on the bench, and that's it, or or or, or vice versa? So that's our, you know, it's aggravating. And you know, Houston's a good baseball team. You know, Los Angeles is a good baseball team. They're they are playoff teams. The team I'm watching on on Nesson every night is not a playoff team, and that's just the way life works. Their starting pitching isn't near good enough. Their defense isn't good enough, and their base running is actually horrible it's as the thing well. They they have the the new playoff format where you get three wild card teams and six teams make the playoff makes it so almost everyone as long as you're over five hundred you're technically in the wild card race until mid September. But if if it were the old days, three divi- the three divisions the three division winners get the get the playoff spots and there's one wild card team from. The each right. league, so it's it's one wild card team. How, the Red Sox are what? Who who's in the first wild card spot? Houston. No, right I, think, I think Tampa's in actually the real wild card spot. Oh yeah, Tampa, Tampa. And how many games back are the Red Sox on Tampa? Eight, nine. That's not. They're not in it. Right. Based, no, off, based ab- off that, you're right. That's absolutely correct. I mean, I agree with you. And then, but again, I think 2021 was an outlier, and that's the biggest problem. Maybe it would have. And, and we had great times, and it was fun to watch. And, and I love when they're winning. But maybe that's the outlier here, and um, it's, it's just not really the norm because they're last place in 2020. It's not, though, because 2016, 17, and 18, they were all they were very good baseball teams. It just all came together at the right time in 2018 where they had the right stuff in 2018. They beat the teams that were that – were, they beat the good teams, which they didn't do in 17 and 18. 16 and 17, but they, they had good baseball. That's – that's not no, the I'm not complaining about it. I'm complaining about 2021. No, but I, it's not a fl- – there's no f- – the, f- the, the, the norm now, we all know what the norm is. Yeah, everyone knows the norm is going to be fighting for that third wild card spot until right. they somewhat get pitching or figure it out or make a decision that they're going to go all in or whatever. Okay, but yeah, I'll go to the norm. The, the Red Sox norm, I know they finished last place and have finished last place a lot in, the, in what, the John Henry era. But they have – they've, they've won. They've won. They've won divisions at a higher percentage – 
over the, the past 20 right. years. That, no, forget no. wild cards. Even divisions. Right. They've won the division more times the past 20 years than they have in the past right. 60 years. Because, again, if you go back to the, my time as a fan, and we start if you start with 67, they won the American League. You start with 75, they won the American League. You go to 86, they won the American League. And then 88 and 90, they lost to Oakland in the championship. In 95, they were division winners, but they lost the first round. 98, uh, eight, 99, they lost in the first round to the Yankees. And then uh, since that period of time, which is the new ownership, yes, it, 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 again, maybe we're spoiled. I just would think for the money we have and the, and, the, and the cachet that this team should have, we shouldn't be putting that product out on the field every day with regards to what we're seeing. The ballpark's still full. It will always oh. be full because Dodgers fans and whoever's in town will buy tickets to come to the ballpark. So nothing's going to change. Yeah, that's what I told you last the other night. I said, it's a destination for people now. Not even, you know, these were Dodger fans from Los Angeles. These were Dodger fans from New England. They get a chance to see their Dodgers now every other year. You're going to almost get teams like that. San Francisco's going to come in. Dodgers are going to come in. St. Louis is going to come in. The Cubbies are going to come in. Whenever those teams are going to come in, the Sox are going to sell out no matter what because fans who, who are close enough to come to Fenway or fans who want to come to Fenway will always come and buy the tickets. So and The Yankees are almost going through the same thing where their numbers have not dropped at all attendance-wise, maybe a little bit, but their numbers are just what they need to be. And until that changes, why Steinbrenner are going to make a big move? He doesn't care. I totally agree. And they're yeah. in a worse spot than the Red yeah, Sox are. They we, we hey, let's to. just switch gears real quick because my boy Ron Acuna had a 20-point fantasy night last night to keep me alive in, the, in my matchup with you. But um, any quick thoughts on what happened security-wise? Um, I know you're too young to remember Steffi Graf getting stabbed in the back in the middle of an actual match. Um, but I saw the highlight, and you're right. They, I, think, I don't think security did a great job there. But uh, thoughts, feelings, anything? Nothing? No, they, 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 they were not coming out to hurt him. They were coming out to hug him and touch him. So they... Whatever. It, it was just a mess because of the way that he got tabletopped over the security guard trying to pull the guy off his legs by the other fan. But that was that was nothing. There was um the, the worst thing I've ever seen was um in the championship, which is the second division of uh, English soccer. There's a guy he plays for Man City now, Jack Grealish. He got punched in the head. Oh, Some okay. dude ran on the field and came from behind him and just punched him in the head. He ended up going on scoring the match winner in that game. So it was a very iconic performance by him. But eh, who cares? Ronald Acuna. He ended up having a, just like just like Rich Jack Grills. He had a great night. Right. That's true. That's true. But it's, I, I and they wore, weren't and they weren't there to hurt. They weren't there. They were there to hug him and all this. They I agree. I agree with you that. But what happens if they're there to hurt him? It would have been. Yeah, that would have been, been, been a disaster. Yeah. Right. The fans are stupid. Whatever. Well, what are you going to do? You always have stupid fans. What are you going to do? Yes. Shoot them. There's nothing you can do. Okay, let's transfer from stupid fans to the Ryder Cup uh, captain's picks were announced today. I don't know if you got to see that Justin Thomas Thomas, made it. Um, You know, they left off a few people. It's it's the captain's picks, and I think uh, uh, Johnson decided to say, Zach Johnson said, you know, I need guys that I'm comfortable with who are going to win, who are going to play well together. Therefore, he left off some names who probably deserve to be on it more than Justin Thomas. Um, I don't have any other other, issues with any other picks. Uh, except Thomas just doesn't. I mean, he hasn't won a crap all year, and he's taking the spot of somebody who would be deserving who might never get a chance to play. So the Justin Thomas thing—they played in Paris. Was that four years ago? Yes. Or was it no, five no, years no. ago? Because they had to—they skipped the year with COVID. Right. It would have been I mean, 2018. Yeah. No, no, no. They no, didn't no, no, no. 2015, 17, 19. So it was 2019. So the last time they played in Paris on Sunday, they play singles, right? Yes. And you—you you don't get to pick who your your matchup is, right. but you send you pick the order. Yes, that's correct. The U.S. ended; they did lose, but the U.S. it was close, and they needed the f- first guy they sent out was Justin Thomas, and they needed the win. They got the win, and he beat Rory McIlroy. He was the fir- he was the number one guy on that team. Number one guy sent out. His record speaks for itself. 
They said if you, if him and Cam Young each, and this is no offense to Cam Young, who's a great golfer, if they each played a thousand rounds, Justin Thomas would come out with a better scoring average, even even with the form he's in right now, he just would. Okay, so but, uh, I, uh, Justin yeah, Thomas, yeah. He I, I understand. Why, why, Lucas Glover, why not Lucas Glover? Who's been hot, hot player, same thing, good player, older player, would 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 probably benefit by having a, a more. I came uh, around in the Justin Thomas once I really realized just how important he is and how. He fits easily with Justin Thomas. It's not like like I think I think Bryson's a pain because Bryson plays a specific ball, and Tiger was a pain because Tiger played a specific ball. Yes, and Tiger's one of the worst Ryder Cup players ever. Worst right? Ryder Cup team players ever. Individual and on match play, he was dominant. All right, but it's okay. You can't just say team player. Well, no, Ryder Cup's a team ball. thing. He's one of the worst Ryder Cup players ever. I don't care if he was good in singles. Yeah, he was great in the World Golf Championships. I can tell he's you, he's good something. at match I play. Some, there are he, couple, won, he won there, the U.S. There, there wait, he won the U.S. Europeans. Amateur three times. There are a couple of Europeans out there who lost a lot back in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go go because yeah. they play a different ball. I agree I, with I, you on that. By okay, you can't you can't make the argument that Tiger's a good Ryder Cup player because he's good at match play. The Ryder Cup's more than just individual match play. So that's my point with Justin Thomas is the Ryder Cup is more than just what you do personally. It's it's what you can do with the guy you're playing with. And Justin Thomas is perfect for that with Jordan Spieth. You made my point for me. Okay, good. Whole, ooh, Tiger, that's why he's a good you. match play player. That's why I ask you. Well, Matt, Tiger, I, th- Tiger th- thanks, think thanks. about it. Think about it. If you, I, did, I didn't if you know. Put, wait, if you I Tiger didn't. and Bryson in the same team, bombing away with Tiger's great short game. It would be horrible. They would suck. That would be the worst team in the history of teams ever played together. They would lose eighteen to nothing, Bryson and Tiger. They would. The but worst again, team in the history of teams was when Nicholson tra- I, get, paired up you, with Tiger. You 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 just tried to like inform me that Tiger was a good match play player when yeah he won the U.S. Junior Amateur three straight times and then the U.S. Amateur three times. I didn't know he was a good match player. I'm just we're talking about Ryder Cup. It's a, it's a specific game of golf. A specific I don't know. It's a specific way of playing golf. And jo- and Justin Thomas is good at it, and he deserves to make the team. Okay, since you're the golf legend here, I have to. I, I just don't. I, I I agree with you, but from a from a uh, optics perspective, I don't think it looks great. That's all. Um, well, what about um, like when did uh, did Tiger ever make it when he was going through this stuff? No. Did they pick him? No. Well, because no. he was hurt. Hurt. Yeah, it's different. What about when he, he wasn't? Was eh, I guess yeah. every all of his every other year coincides every, with yeah. his injury. Was his injuries yeah. great? Uh, but that's the Ryder Cup, which is an international competition. Let's go to another international competition, which has really um, taken storm, is with the uh, Spanish women. And how do you screw up uh, one of the greatest accomplishments a program can have? How do you screw up? Let's just look for the Spanish director of whatever he is of soccer. Um, what's your, you're, you're an international soccer guy. What, what, what do you, what's your take on it? Is, it? is it that male chauvinistic? How do you screw it up? You don't care. They don't care. He doesn't care. The Spanish FA and him, Rubiales, who's the guy that's the president, he just doesn't. If you, if you okay. asked him, do we have to pay for women's sports or not, he would say no. Would you take this World Cup back? Would you give this World Cup back if you didn't have to pay them any money or care about women at all playing soccer? They'd say yes. They just don't care, and now they were careless, and I don't know what he was doing. He, he's had incidents in the past, I know that, with, with females and, and stuff like okay, that. Okay, okay. So I think sense. he has a history there. But it's the reaction after uh, 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 off of it with he he made this speech like I'm not leaving I am not backing down and then everyone in the audience was clapping for him and now his mother went to the local church and is going on a hunger strike it's <laughs> it's just a mess of a situation <laughs> yes, and it I, is. a FIFA stepped in and suspended him and well somebody has to I, take I, charge I a little I, bit they don't care so I know the president of the of, of Spain the the actual president of the country has has criticized them too I, I just don't know how it gets resolved. 
Yeah, well, it's somebody true. like uh, the I way it gets resolved. I I he still gets think fired. It, well, no, the, the, they're not going to fire. They don't. They're they're refusing to do it. You're refusing okay. to get rid of them. The way the only way that they're going to get rid of them is is either somehow because I I did see something where UEFA, who's the governing body of European soccer, might ban all sp- the because it's the Spanish Federation is which is in charge of this. They right. might ban all Spanish teams from their competitions. That's it. So say they they go Real Madrid, you're not playing in our competition. Real Madrid's president, I'm telling you, he will go and he will have that that Rubiales guy killed and get rid of him. And so that's the answer. Real then, Madrid right? will play in the that's Champions. That's the answer. Once it starts to impact the male teams, it'll change. Even if the females boycott, it won't matter because I think I understand your. It took a long time for just here in the in the states for them to get equal pay or at least somewhat equal pay. So you know. I can only imagine what it's like in Europe today, but that's good. I, and it's it's all it's a mess. I mean, you win something big, and you know maybe you're right. He did care enough to kiss the girl, right? So he had to care about something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's trying to insert himself into the moment or something. Yeah, I, I don't sure. know. We we've had some weird things happen on the podiums after World Cup World Cup finals, like um, in in the in the one in uh, Qatar with Messi, they put the shroud on him or whatever yeah. it is. The thing the made no sense. How about we go back even more to the 2018 World Cup? You know who was handing out the medals at that World Cup to the winners Bolsaro? and the losers? No, Vladimir Putin. Oh yeah. So yeah, we've yeah. had some we've had some interesting things going on with podiums <laughs> awesome. after World Cup finals. Uh another thing real quickly, we did the span How about um did you catch a little glory series at all? Did you no, see that? No, not really any of it. Do you, do the you kids care? Are, no, I don't care at all. It's the, the big kids are good. Yeah. Thanks. They throw harder, they're more developed, they hit the ball further. That's all it is. But the, the guy you told me to watch, the guy you told me to watch, though, the pitcher from ta- Taiwan, he or threw Spanish a perfect training. inning. I said, and, it was and then he got he gave up the two runs to lose it. He gave two runs. That happens. Uh, uh, but I said I watch him just because him. he's like they got to watch this guy in Jacksonville. Yeah, bigger, those kids are just, they're bigger than me, and I'm, like, not that small. Yeah, the kid who hit the walk-off home run to win the Little League World Series, he's rounding third base. He's towering over his third base yeah. coach. So, I, it's a sham, that sport. That's how it works. The Little League's like that. That's, it's just, it's just Good for them, though. Good they for America win. winning. Woohoo! We won a thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. We started uh, week zero of college football last week. We'll get more into college football going forward. But um, uh, what, what's your take um, of college football starting before Labor Day? Oh, I don't care. You don't it, care? It, but there's, it's not really. There's only a few teams that do it. It's every year. They play. They call it week zero. It's the I know. It's very. It's stupid. But who cares? It doesn't. It but doesn't for our good matter. friend, Mr. Greco, uh, UMass actually won a football game in over. That yeah, big exciting. win. Big win for UMass. I think they were like seven and a half point underdogs too, and their win total was either two and a half or three and a half this year. So let's see if they can get over that. Okay, and from a uh, and as you being a uh, Wilmington High School athlete at some point in your life, I don't know how long ago that was. They opened up this week. Uh, this is the first week of competition for them for the fall season. And I know that um, Mike Maloney, the uh, golf coach, Coach Maloney, was hopefully uh, getting himself on track. And I know they had a tough match against Winchester yesterday. Uh, but uh, they got a couple of kids who I coached on JV Baseball going to play for them. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, thinking back, those first couple golf matches in, in the fall before school started, what, what, was it, what was it like to get yourself going? I don't ever think we played a match this early. No. So I don't know what happened there. We used to have like two, three weeks of practice, and then we'd have like our first match like mid-September, and then it'd just be like three, four matches a week for four, four weeks. So I don't that I just thought of that. No, we never played a match that early. So you I never don't played know. before school. Started. I do feel bad they did. They the Winchester's always a good team. It sucks that they had to play Winchester or Winchester now plays at Woburn Country Club because playing at Winchester Country Club is is a very fun, uh, very good experience, and you're not going to find many courses like that around here. 
Yeah, I think the um, they get the tri- they get the quad, they get Winchester Country Club, they get um, Belmont, they get um, Oakley, Oakley, and I think those three. What are about um, they don't get Oakley. Lexington? I'm not sure if they're playing that. Lexington's Lexington or not. a very good course. Another course around here is um, the one in Melrose, Bellevue. Bellevue, you actually played a good match in Bellevue, right? Yeah, I think I shot a 39 there. I think that was my best match. And then and then another good. It's it's a little bit lower of a t- like Bellevue and. Um, Bellevue is on a tier, I'd say, below Lexington and Winchester and and Belmont and Oakley. That's like the top tier. And then you get Bellevue, and there's another Bear Hill and Stoneham's another very good course that I always had success at. So where's the Hillview Hillview rank? We'll we'll hope uh, Hillview in the league, second to last, because I think Hillview's better than Bill Ricca back nine. The Bill Ricca back nine's an absolute mess. The holes suck. It's a horrible condition. So it actually isn't the worst course in the league. But, yeah, hopefully uh, Maloney can get them their first win since we left. That's what the hope is, I think, and he's, he's got the good plan. And, and of course, um, the good news for my uh, coach Maloney is he had 28 kids try out, which was last year they had six. They start off with six. They had to add two of the baseball players to get to eight just to be competitive, but it's good. Uh, we got football uh, coming up uh, on Friday's an exhibition game at home, but high school athletics is getting going. We'll do some coverage here from WCTV as well. So that's a, a quick recap of what happened during the week. Did I miss anything uh, sports-wise that, that, that happened that we should bring up and – and argue about? No, there's nothing going on besides, <laughs> besides in America, there's only baseball. Well, yeah, but there's everything starting up now. I know, but you, you didn't miss anything. Oh, good. You good. missed uh, the Urban Meyer thing. The Florida documentary came out, and Urban Meyer, I guess, executive produced it. So it talks about nothing. You know what I didn't realize about that team? So obviously, Aaron, all that. You know who else was on that team with Aaron Hernandez? Pouncey. No. Who? Riley Cooper. Really? Yeah. So I don't. I hope Riley Cooper never got intoxicated around Aaron Hernandez. Well, he didn't because he would have killed him for yeah. saying some of the stuff that Riley Cooper ended up saying. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's I didn't true. know Riley Cooper was on the team. And you know who else was on that team? Cam Newton was on that team. He was. But, but, yeah, and he was on the team. He didn't play though, right? Yeah, but what what happened with the documentary? I heard. I didn't watch it, but they just they talked about nothing. It was just a puff piece for Urban Meyer. Okay. You got to do it independently with Urban Meyer not being involved because Urban Meyer is one of the craziest, uh, wildest, greatest, great one of the greatest coaches, but he runs a crazy ship. Crazy down. It's just everywhere. Everywhere he goes, he leaves a mess in his wake, though. There, you're right. Oh, major mess. Yeah. A health issue. And then he yeah. leaves with the health issues. Health, the yeah. only time he didn't leave with the health health issues was Jacksonville when they just fired him. Yeah, they got he rid of him. A mess they there. said, we've had you for eight games. We've done. You can't recruit and treat yep. players the way he treats players in the NFL. Right. And that's, I think, that's one of the trans. That's one of the things I think that happens any any college coach trying to trans, uh, transition, we could all we could go back over the years at some point and look how many how many guys have gone from college coach to a great pro not coach. many just really what Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy and you got you got to go with um, Pete Carroll, yeah but he was a yeah, pro yeah, coach yeah, yeah. first though yeah but you got to go Pete well, what Carroll about like Harbaugh Harbaugh was a good NFL coach and he yeah. was coach at Stanford first right right and he went back so he could cheat more at Michigan so yeah he probably got more money too that's how it goes. I just real quickly, I did he, get. He's serving at three games suspension to start. The I know. Year. And I think he, I think the first Ooh, game back is like Penn game. State or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one thing. I at, at some point again, we can talk about college coaches transitioning, both pro and because you asked me about Jim Bayline um, with Michigan when he went to Cleveland for like a half a year. How what's how many coaches have really been successful going from college to the professional level, and even going from the professional level back to the college, like all those, like Lovey Smith and uh, who's the other guy. Um, went to Arizona or Arizona State. I forget his name now. Um, Herm. Herm Edwards. You know how how successful are those transitions? But was Herm a good, a very good, real good NFL coach? 
Uh, average. Ooh, he wasn't a good college. He, he was a horrible college yeah, coach. Stunk. So he yeah, was, he was. He's just average. He was average. good at talking. He was very good at talking, and you know what? He probably was really good at um, with communication with the uh, with the older player, with the with a professional player, more so with the college player. And the other thing that I, I was thinking about today is uh, we could do this a lot uh, in the coming weeks is rivalries and and like Notre Dame played Navy, and it's not really a rivalry, but at well, some point in the long line, there's going to be there are rivalries: the Yankees and the Red Sox. You know, um, I'm sure that Man United and Liverpool is a rivalry. So. I want to just we'll do a we'll do a yeah, seven wonders of that. Uh, Man, Man United this Arsenal this weekend semi semi big rivalry, but uh, a big game. Tune in Sunday eleven thirty. Okay. Hopefully we're on NBC. Uh, is Mr. O'Donnell back from? Uh, Mr. O'Donnell will be back from, from Norway celebrating the big uh, torch championship win with uh, Victor Hovland. He'll be watching the game at our house. That's so. good. I hope that um, maybe we can get him in the other chair next time. Yeah, I, I don't know about I that. I can't wait to have him talk about NFL football. Kevin, Kevin, you're, you're more than welcome. When your plane flight's back, I hope you listen the, to the podcast. The thing about Kevin is he doesn't know much about now, but if you were to talk to him about like NFL football from like 2009 to 2015, he knows everything. His, his sport – his 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 American sport knowledge now is horrible because he only cares about soccer. But if you were to talk to him about like American sports, college, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, anything from like 2015, from 2008, like 2015, he can talk about anything. That's funny. It's, it is. <laughs> Kevin's a Kevin's an interesting dude. Hey, uh, real quick, I, you got my text today. I found um, a rec basketball game with you, Jay, Trev, and Kevin in the game. All and Joey Rivera in the game. You gotta see it. We see Justin try to handle the ball and just bull past. There's the two worst teams in the league, I think. Iowa, <laughs> Iowa and Indiana. Iowa and Indiana. Coached yeah. by Jim Boyle and Tommy Trevisani. You guys can talk about that tomorrow. Your poor coaching jobs you did with those two teams. Ah, uh, it's what you get. It's, it's it's not the Jimmys and the Joes. It's the X and the O's. Well, it is because I do remember you we, didn't. There, you like took me and Joey Rivera. Oh, give, out of yeah, a game that was playing by the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's legitimately have but to. But Mr. Swami wasn't playing by the rules, and they beat us because of it. Because he put Chris and Billy McAvoy in the game. That's hey, if you have to win that. So bad, it is poor coaching if you, by you. If you have to win that bad to beat me like that, then God bless you to beat me like <laughs> that. Um, and before we go to our uh, seven wonders of the world here, I did get a chance to see Springsteen last weekend. I drove down to Foxborough on Thursday night, so. Uh, uh, for all my listeners out there who are worried about me and getting him postponed down to Philly, I did get to see him uh, this weekend. They, they were they were losing sleep over it. I'm sure they were losing sleep over. It. We, we, you didn't lose much sleep over though, did you? Well, no, right. I'm I'm not a listener. That's true. You're a host. Um, okay, so let's go with our uh, seven wonders NFL quarterbacks we decided to do. We'll do the NFL preview next week. Jack's been working hard, so he's a little bit tired these days. Uh, I'll have to take the notes here uh, as we go forward. So you got? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm good. You sure? He's looking at himself in the TV back here. I can see that. All right, so how are we going to go? I'm going to, because I do know who. We never bring a coin here to determine the first. Jared, a coin? You know, a coin. Oh. Do you have a coin? Do I have? I have no money ever. Here, uh, flip up your card, your debit card there. I'll take the front side. You'll take the back side. Just so, so where's my, let me get on camera here. So the, I don't want to just see my numbers. Here, now. give me it. Here you go. It's the, it's the front is blue, black is um, green. Right, that was you, that was. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> okay, I'll flip it. No, real. give me it. I'll do it. I'll be able to do it here. Don't you on, have a? Oh wait, I gotta flip over. See, camera's right here. Watch. I won't even look. You're such an idiot. Green. Green. So he has the first. pick. I get the first. Let okay, me, I'll, we already know who the first pick is. So I'll <laughs> let's take, not forget. Let's not forget my pick, card down there. Hold on. Okay. So Jack's. Uh, who am I taking? Oh, uh, Patty um, Mahomes. Probably, probably Mac Jones. Yeah. Okay, I'll take Burrow. You're going to go with Joey Burrow? And then I know who you're going to pick third. Because I feel like the top three quarterbacks in the NFL, 
Yeah, yeah, you might be right. Uh, I don't know, though. Um, it depends on where you, you rank know, you, a specific guy. That, like we'll talk about when he comes up. Go. I, okay. I will go with the guy I always so the, like. So, wait, the first two picks for, were Mahomes and, and Joe Burrow. And I think I go – I agree with Burrow. I'm gonna. I'm not going to go with my bet that I had against Joe Burrow with you by now. Anyway. Yeah, that was uh, – you know, that in the in the end, in the end, that, end it's that actually pretty even bet. bet. Yeah, both guys lost in the Super Bowl, and it was a terrible bet made by you. Just terrible you bet mad. until it got until it got to be a great bet, right? Yep. Um, I'm gonna go with my good boy Josh Allen at um, three. Yep. At three, so you got a whole bunch of guys to pick from um, at four, five, and six, or four or three. You get three, right? Or two rather. I'm sorry. Oh, he's looking on his phone. He's cheating. Uh, I don't. I don't want to pick this guy. Um, pick him. Pick him. No, you know what? I think I'm going to go. Brock Purdy. No, because I can get this guy later. Um, I don't think he's a better quarterback than him. I'm going to go with – this is this is weird. Um, How do you think it? I can see the steam running out of – take the other camera. Just because I know you're high on him, this is, this is going to be a reach, probably picking him fourth, but I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence. I knew you were going to take him because it's always about who you can take that I would have taken. Well, I yeah, think I, I wouldn't have taken him at, at – I would have gone <coughs> – excuse me. I wouldn't have gone um, that early, but I probably would have tried to sneak him in at some point um, before then. That's a pretty good pick, though. Yeah, it's just like I, no, I, I, I think there. he's better than Herbert. Um, I think he's better than – that's yeah, really his comparison. I think, I I think, think he's th- better than Herbert. Yeah, because that's the same style quarterback. He I mean, he beat uh, Herbert in the playoffs. I think he's also it. better than Herbert because he's got a coach. He's got a great coach working with him right now. That's important. This is a good coach. All right. Yeah. So, um, you know, the next pick, I am looking at my list here. Uh, I'm going to take um, – oh, God, you make me have to think about this. Everyone what? feels like you're almost overdrafting them. but It does, not. but you're not in reality because I'm going to take Jalen Hurts. That's who. So that's who I was thinking about taking, and that's what our bet was because we made a bet when they when, – um, when uh, LSU ran Oklahoma off the field in the college football yes, playoff, yes. it was like they, they could have won that game yes. at least 100. It, and this isn't like hyperbole or anything. It could have been 125 to whatever. They could have scored 125 points if they wanted to. And he was all mad. And we made, I said that, that um, he said that uh, Jalen Hurts would be a better pro, a better pro than, um, than Joe Burrow. That <laughs> was, was a bad choice. At, I know, but at the time, it was one of the more outrageous things anybody ever said. It's still wrong, it's not but wrong. the only reason it's wrong, wrong. is because you know it's Joe Burrow is like this elite level quarterback right now. But so is Jalen Hurts. He's just a little bit not on that level. That yeah, the that issue Burrow I think the, the issue I, think I don't all, think he can carry a team like Burrow can. No, but he's got to go. I think one of the biggest issues with the two of them is who stays healthy. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has been relatively healthy his whole career. Josh Allen relatively healthy his whole career. Trevor Lawrence only in two years. But I think who stays healthy. So I got Jalen Hurts. I'm going to give you the next pick. All right, so we pick what five guys? Six five guys. guys. We're at five. You no, have no, six no. pick. No, I pick Mahomes, Burrow. No, I got and, Mahomes. Um, Okay, I picked Burrow and Lawrence. And Lawrence. And I got Hertz, Allen, and Mahomes. So yeah. All right, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. I think he's gonna have a huge year. A huge year. He's got everything set up for him. Good, good offense. Good, good talent on the offense. He's out of Green Bay. Um, I don't know if I love the coach. I, not I don't I know I don't love the coach, yeah, but, but the coach is a good guy though. He, he's I think a, I think I think he's he's poised to have a really big year. They're not going to win anything because the AFC is just too hard. But I think numbers wise, he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns. Doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, and he's one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. I think you're right, and it'll all really come down to the first three or four weeks of the season if they're if he's if they're playing well and he's engaged. Well, he can sulk. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a sulker. He's he's he might be the biggest sulker that we have, and it's Robert Sala who's the coach there. 
All right, the next pick. Who's their offensive coordinator? Do we know? What's it? I don't um, know. Okay. You think yeah, I know that stuff? Good for us. Like, uh, good for us that I don't know his name. Who's the offensive coordinator for the Patriots? Oh, O'Brien. <coughs> At least we know that. That's good. Okay, so you picked Rodgers. I'm going to go with Herbert from uh, San Diego. I like the kid. I think he's got um, he's a good young coach. He's aware of what's going on. Yeah, there's a couple toss-up picks. There's a few guys out there that, that, that actually that could have got picked over him, but I'm going to stick with him. He's been successful last two years getting his team uh, moving into the playoffs. It's not like it's David Derek Carr or anything. So I'm, I, I'm just not his biggest fan. I'm going to go with uh, here another guy who I'm not the biggest fan of, but again, there's really only – when I really look at this list, there's only like three or four quarterbacks I'm really big, big fans of. Now, this isn't saying that they're not good, but there's only three or four that I think you put them on any team, they're going to make the yeah, you're the, probably they're gonna right. make the second round of the playoffs. You're probably right. So I'm going to go with uh, Lamar Jackson. I knew that was where you're going. Yeah, I, you gotta. He, it, what was this? My fourth pick. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. My third pick? It's your fourth pick. Yeah, Actually, it's... I agree with you on that. I would have taken take Lamar. Before. Lamar would have been the one I would discuss. I would have taken Rodgers over both those guys too. By the way, over Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you know. Um, now it's my pick. Um, I'm going to go with um, – there's not a lot left here, right? You're starting to pick the uh, the bottom of the barrel here. I got a couple guys I like. You know, you can go with uh, Russell Wilson if you want, but I'm going to take him. I don't like him as much anymore. Um, I'm going to stick my neck, and I'm going to go with Stafford, Matt Stafford. Ooh. I'm going to go Stafford out in, out in L.A. because uh, uh, I although I hear I hear that he's having trouble with younger players, but he's, he's, he's a good quality Super Bowl winning quarterback. So right now he has Mahomes. And you have Stafford, and you have Rodgers, who are the only Super Bowl winning quarterbacks on the list. Yeah, no, well, there's not that many Super Bowl winning quarterbacks playing in the NFL. <laughs> um, Excuse me. If Brady won half of them, and he's gone. And but, Manning but and the Brady thing with Roethlisberger. You just picked what's his um, uh, Matt Stafford. Staff, I, I think he's passed it. I think he's done. I think he's quit. I think his arm's kind of fried too. So I, I'm not. I he, he was nowhere even near on my list. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take a guy here. I think. He is a pretty damn good quarterback. He's a wild card though, and um, his name is a bit taboo. But I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson. Ah, that's you know what's funny is Deshaun Watson's not a bad pick. Uh, he's overpaid, not, but but you know what? He's got in the right situation. It's a pretty good team around him. Good Lions gets a year but under his belt. The thing is, he got 230 million dollars easily. Lamar Jackson, it took had a fight for forever it. for him to get it. So I think the league almost would rather have Deshaun Watson as your quarterback than Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson's a much better character, and it's not going to get. I think that money thing, though, truly, really, Jack, the money thing was because Cleveland needed need, – there was a big yeah, need yeah. for Cleveland to have. Hey, can we um, pick Jameis Winston in this draft? Yeah. I'd, I'm James kidding. Cleveland. I don't know if he's playing anymore. Um, no, he's not because what there's – they have um, – what's his name? Baker starting? Mayfield, right? No. Um, Is it New Orleans Baker Mayfield? I thought New Orleans Baker Mayfield. Maybe I'm wrong. Carolina is who? What are you – Carolina is – Saints right, is Derek Carr. Carolina, Derek, they, Derek Carr, that's who it is. I knew it was someone who just got traded. Carolina is uh, the rookie there. Bryce yeah, Young. C- Bryce Young and then C.J. Stroud's a rookie out in Houston. Yeah, and, right. then, and, and then Richardson is the Colts rookie. All so right, so you go with Watson. I'm going to go with your favorite player of all time, Dak Prescott. Oh, I, I He was one of the guys I was looking at. I'm he's one of a these. tough one to pass up sometimes, but, you know, he's eh, it's like taking a – he's got Mike McCarthy as his coach, so it's tough. But I'll go with them, Dak Prescott. They got a pretty good coordinator there, the young guy there killing yeah. me. Um, but the thing with Dak Prescott is I think he just gets a bad I, – I, obviously, I've seen him play games. I've seen him play games where he's horrible, horrible. But I've seen him play games where he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yes. I saw him, like, again, everyone – I don't know who they ended up losing to in the playoffs, but because my memory stinks with some stuff sometimes. 
but they, he did suck in the game they lost in the playoffs. But the game they won in the playoffs, they beat um, Tampa, yeah, right. right? Yes, he played really well. They beat well. Tampa. He killed them. He played a game against the Patriots, I think, two years ago or something, in Foxborough. One of the best quarterbacks you've ever seen play at Foxborough. So he, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm in love with his upside. I know his downside's horrendous, correct, and can kill you. But I really like his upside, so I like that pick. Totally agree. So I'll take Dak Prescott with my fifth pick as we're we're running down. Now we're we're almost at the tenth quarterback. So you're you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Who you got, Jack? Guy who made the playoffs last year has increasingly been getting better. I'm going to go with Daniel Jones. He's not a bad. It's not great, but he can run for a touchdown. He could throw you a touchdown. I could go with that. I, I'm not going to say he doesn't that. turn the ball over that much because I, I really that. don't know what his turnover numbers are like. But he's 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 a decent quarterback. I, I can see it's that. Like, would too. you? Here's a guy. I'm not going to say this guy's name, but it's like, would you rather have him or the this other guy? The guy, guy I'm going to pick, pick right next. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Exactly. Right? Yep. That was easy one. I would rather have Daniel Jones. Oh, because of the age age me, but I'm going to go with Cousins in this pick because again, I'm I'm, I'm looking at my list. I'm saying. We're really running. We're really running down here, low, 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 low. You know, and and like, Patriot fans can bitch and moan all they want, but this is what happens in the NFL. If you don't have one of those top four or five quarterbacks, you don't have a good quarterback. So uh, I got to be careful here with uh, who you pick. But that's um, I'll go with Kirk Cousins. One, two, three, four, five. Six. That's my seventh pick. Yeah. So, so you I have one more pick. I'm just good value. Uh, everyone's down. Another guy that people are really down on, but I'm gonna go Russell Wilson. Russell. He's, he's got a. Is he really? He's not a top fourteen quarterback in the NFL, really. I don't know. Well, he's been crappy. Has to be. He's been crappy. I, I know. Well, last year they had the coach was a mess and everything was a mess and he was a mess and hopefully he's bought in more this year and he's got a really good co- Hall of Fame coach coaching him and Sean Payton. So That's hopefully true. he can bounce back. That's true. Uh, just a real wild card pick. Who of the young quarterbacks that we haven't mentioned do you? Uh, I'll let you pick. Uh, not have to pick. What do you mean by young? Young like, first or second year? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor well, Lawrence. Do you like Justin Fields? You know what? I, I, I debate about him. So that draft class was horrendous. So that I draft class Justin right now is the quarterback. They had the five quarterbacks <laughs> picked in the first round. Yeah. It was Trevor Lawrence going to be great. Then the, then the second and the third pick was Zach Wilson, horrendous, and Trey Lance, horrendous, got traded. One of the worst trades in NFL history now, the the fact that the 49ers traded up for him. Correct. Then it was Fields, and, and then, then it was Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. I think I, I, I tend to say that I – Sometimes He's, I wonder if you don't get picked in the right place. Like they, they, the Trey Lance thing is weird because he was picked. That was the perfect place to get picked. Kyle but Shannon what happened with Trey Lance? Team. I was reading about Trey Lance he today. Stinks. I listen to this with Trey Lance. He has only thrown four hundred passes. Four hundred passes since he was in high school. Yeah, because he he sat out the COVID year <coughs> in college and all yeah. that. Yeah, no, Sorry. he stinks. He that you can't. Right. That was the perfect spot. To they sent him to New Orleans or someplace like Dallas. That. Dallas. That's so a good place for him to go. He's, he's going to take over for Dak. Cooper Rush. Oh, yeah, great. All right, so who? Um, Gardner who, Minshew. Who, who, he beat Best us. backups in the league. He beat us one year with that long pass to that tight end when UFC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? God damn it. Yeah. No, that wasn't him. That was Blake Bortles. Oh, that's right, Blake Bortles. Minshew was the guy at uh, uh, East Carolina. Yeah. I'm sure they didn't beat us, though. They suck. All right, so who do you? Who are the young players? Who are the young guys? Kenny Pickett, C.J. Stroud, uh, no, Mac pass, Jones. Pass. Um Jimmy Garoppolo, he's not young. Uh, Jalen Hurts, we used Sam Howell, Josh pass, Fields, pass. Jared okay. Goff. Look, Jared Goff has actually played really well. Yeah, but he's forget him. He got traded off, and they won the Super Bowl right after he got traded. You can't, Jor- Jordan, you can't give okay, Jordan Love, uh, Desmond Ritter. Jordan, that's a good. So Jordan Love, he's got the big. It's gone Favre, Rogers, 
Jordan Love yeah. in the past, what, 40 years? So that's yeah. big shoes he's filling. Yes, it will think. be. He, he played a game against Kansas City. He was horrible. Again, then you have Bryce but Young. Give him, give, him, give him a year. Bryce Young yeah, Bryce, and I just Brock don't know. Curry. Bryce Young, I don't like the small, the super tiny quarterbacks like that. He's really tiny, really tiny. And I would struggle a little bit with uh, that, but I, I, I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud only because those Ohio State quarterbacks always suck in the NFL. So they have to get one right every once in a while. Everyone loves Anthony Richardson right now because he, he's, <laughs> right. he's one of those freak of nature quarterbacks like Josh Allen kind of was. But So we'll see what happens with him. But his compl- he has never thrown, again, another stat that's kind of yeah, – He Allen, has never thrown for over 50% in his career. Yeah, but, High school career, he never threw more than 50%. High school. Anthony, Anthony Richardson. Richardson. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna, his accuracy is okay. very weak. I'm gonna, in the I'm NFL, gonna, you have to be accurate. I'm going to say his senior in high school, he threw, he threw more than 50%. All right, that's going to be we, your We senior. can argue. Uh, we'll, that, that, Someone fact-check that for us. If he didn't throw 50% in his senior year of high school, I don't think he was going to the University of Florida. Well, because he's got he's, he's an all-everything guy. I okay, wonder Tim jo- Tebow Josh threw. Allen had the same issue at Wyoming. Tim Tebow. He wasn't that good at Wyoming. So, all right, so let's recap. But then you get the guys like the, the dude who was at UNC, who was another one of those body guys, a great body, but what was his name? Oh, Howell? No. Sam Howell. No, even before Sam Howell. Oh, UNC. Oh. Come on, you're going. You got to think. It's gonna, it's gonna bother me. This UNC, UNC guy. had a quarterback that went like second overall to oh. the Bears. Oh, uh, Trubisky. Trubisky. Oh my yeah. God, Trubisky. Trubisky. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, Trubisky. <laughs> and he, and again, he was a guy who went to a perfect situation. He, they made the playoff because they had that defense. Kaluma, they had one of the maybe the probably Correct. the best defense in the NFL, and they just they made the way to the playoff. But they had to replace him. They knew they had to replace him. He wasn't good enough. I'll give you that too. So let's recap. I got Mahomes. Allen, Hertz, Herbert, Stafford, Prescott, and Cousins. You've got Burrow, Lawrence, Rogers, Jackson, Watson, Jones, and Wilson. I I I don't think yours is that good. By Who's the way, Jones, Daniel Jones. Oh, Daniel. Did you take him? I don't think yours is that good. What are you talking? I've won every draft so far. No, Landslide. Yes, I have. You won the golf because I gave up on Victor Hovland. I, yeah, won. I won. What do you mean you gave up on Victor Hovland? There's no giving up on Victor well, Hovland. You bro- you picked Brooks Koepka over him. Ended uh, up probably not being a smart pick. Oh, well. What are you going to do? I forget how smart you are. I know. So. We'll see. We'll so see. As, what you, you know what? Tommy T and Nikki tomorrow. Okay. Ask them whose team's better. Okay. All right, what are you doing right now? What Why do you mean? You, like your mouth thrown up. No, I got I got something because something to cough. Oh, okay. Yeah, we okay. This podcast is ending because he can't even talk anymore. He can't even talk. Yeah, I don't want to cough in the mic. That's why. All right. Yeah. It's better All right. Than, so real it's quick, better than muttering into it. Real quickly, what do you what? What is this? This is like being right, at home again. What do you again. ask? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Chiefs no. every year. Pick them every year for the next fifteen years. I'm not years, saying I'll pick the you, you get year. to ask me the question. I'm not going. Okay. Answer. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? <sighs> not the Chiefs. Okay, I picked the Chiefs. I'm I picked go them last year. I picked them the year Buffalo before. Again. Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo. that's been a good pick for the past three years. Better than um, your pick of the no, Chiefs. No, it isn't. Not better than a better pick than the Chiefs because guess who won the Super Bowl last year? The Chiefs. You got very lucky then. Yep. You're very lucky. All right. All right, so we're just wrapping up episode three, um, season one, episode three of um, It All Boils Down to This. Thanks, Jack, for coming in after you work. Um, we'll be seeing you again next week. Uh, but, again, for uh, Jack Boyle, this is Jim Boyle for um, It All Boils Down to This, and we'll see you on down the road. Thanks for listening to this episode of It All Boils Down to This, recorded at WCTV Studios in our hometown of Wilmington, Massachusetts. We are always open to any ideas, critiques, topics, and guests. 
So if anyone out there in podcast world needs to get a hold of us, we can be reached via email at jboyle22 at comcast.net. Along with Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle. Make sure to tune in to the next edition of It All Boils Down to This.